Welcome to Where's My Sports At? Extra Time Series. The Extra Time Series is a short format podcast that provides you with your regular fix of sporting updates. So join us passionate one-eyed armchair punters as we use our expert knowledge to break down the important sporting topics from both on and off the sports field. As we head towards the second weekend in France in the Rugby World Cup, spinning a yarn today is myself, Craig, and Isaac. Isaac, good to see you, mate. Cheers, Craig. It's sort of crept up on us, hasn't it? The second round already underway this morning with Uruguay and France. It was not a convincing win, though, from France. After just 53 minutes, it was 13-12. Although France did make a lot of changes, 14 to be exact. And, Craig, this begs the question, do you have to be careful mixing or making that many changes? Well, there's a couple of schools of thought here. One of them says no. I think they're trying to keep the squad fresh, and that's really important, having players that haven't played for a while, giving them the game time. But on the other side, yes, it is good to keep the squad together because you need to develop continuity and you need to develop combinations. So it can go either way. It could work to your advantage or your disadvantage. Sure, that's I agree with you there. But a huge shift from Uruguay either way. Can't take anything away from them. Uh, that's what the Rugby World Cup is about. Another game in Pool A coming up, New Zealand take on Namibia. Obviously expecting quite a high-scoring game from New Zealand, and for New Zealand's sake, we kind of need it. A couple of changes to their line as well. They're going to try and put on a clinical performance on the back of those back-to-back losses, and it, uh, I think it'll do them some good by bringing their confidence back up. I agree, I agree. Winning is contagious, and so is is losing. A couple of the main changes that I'm really excited about in this game are we get to see D-Mac again he's back on the field in Cam Roygaard I'm really impressed with that guy I pick him a grab Christie myself but uh, what are your thoughts on them yeah I think they're just going to see how that combination works I mean Damien McKenzie exciting ball runner but he hasn't played since that game in Dunedin uh, the second Bledisloe test Cam Roygaard really strong ball runner around the ruck and we saw that with a game against South Africa when he came on in the second half and with Damien McKenzie and Flyhalf, amazing season with the Chiefs, and he's another strong ball runner. So I'm excited to see a fast-paced running game. Yeah, as I said, I'm really, really looking forward to see these two play just because I enjoy watching them. But I'm wondering, you know, this is a build-up to the quarterfinals. And should we really be playing the same players all the time just so we can build combinations? It's going to be interesting to see. But the big news, I think, of this upcoming game is that Sam Whitelock, he's about to equal Richie McCaw as the most capped All Black with 148 tests. So Another game coming up, Samoa v Chile. Samoa, to me, are just a team with nothing to lose and just love to chuck the ball around. I saw an interview earlier today with Lima Supawanga, and he was comparing the differences between being around a Tier 1 team to a Tier 2 and the pressures that come around it. And he was basically just saying, in the summer on camp, it's just a happy environment. He wakes up every morning and he's just with a smile on his face. Obviously, we've been around Samoans and Tongans enough to know that they're just, just a happy kind of um, environment compared to his time at the All Blacks camp where the pressure to perform can sometimes be too much. Totally. There's a whole country's expectation on the All Blacks. And I think the expectation is a lot higher than what it would be when you're playing for Samoa. But interesting, you mentioned Lima Sapuaga. Was he, which World Cup was he with us at? Was it 2019? No, he actually wasn't selected in any of the World Cups, um, unfortunately, uh, due, due to injury. And obviously with, uh, with him just not being dynamic enough to play other positions. Unfortunately, but debuting against South Africa in South Africa and then with that massive win in the North Shore of Auckland, uh, the 57-0, he came on in the second half and from pretty clinical performance. Days gone by. Don't we wish we had those days again, winning by that sort of score against the box? Uh, exactly, just putting on what should happen. 
Yes, we've, it's a long way from that now, isn't it? Far cry. Another big game coming up this weekend, Wales-Portugal. Now, Wales were lucky to sneak home against Fiji by the luck of a referee. What are your thoughts? I think Wales won't be happy with their performance against Fiji, but they've got 13 changes from Warren Gatlin, so he's made 13 changes to his team that played Fiji. It'll be interesting to see how they play out this game, but they definitely to pick up after after their game against Fiji. They've got something to prove, and I really feel for Fiji. I would have loved them to have gone over Wales. It would have been fantastic. A couple other games coming up this weekend with heavyweights playing minnows. We have Ireland v Tonga, South Africa, Romania. Any thoughts on these two? Yeah, I think Tonga will be cool to see. It's their first first weekend for them in the Rugby World Cup, but they're playing against a massive powerhouse, and that is Ireland, number one ranked team in the world. don't think it's much of a worry for Ireland, but I'd like to see another Ireland nation, which is Fiji. They play Australia, actually, tonight. Oh, sorry, not tonight, this weekend. Um, so that'd be cool. I, I honestly can't pick a winner in that game. It's going to be close. It's going to be like Fiji versus the Fijians residents in Australia. Yeah, exactly. With the Fijian Jura, you mean? Yeah, both Fijian teams, but one's wearing a, a, a gold jersey. Exactly. And the last game for round two is South Africa versus Romania. So what's your thoughts on that? Obviously, South Africa, they are one of my favourite teams, and it's a pretty hard thing to say, but you just got to respect them. They've just got some fantastic ball players in the team. Easily South Africa by a good score. I haven't actually looked at the team they're playing. I reckon they'll probably rest a few people but they are just coming along really well. I think it's smart on their part. This is largely built around the 2019 World Cup team, and they're ageing really well. Indeed. Their their game strategy is just built on dominance, isn't it? Um, it'll be good with the injuries coming through to see who they play and develop into those, um, into the team coming forward. But, yeah, it should be an interesting game. They're a really good chance for the, for the final and to win. Don't underrate South Africa. I think they'll be there or thereabouts. I agree with you there, especially New Zealand as well. I think they're going to be there or thereabouts as well. I could definitely see South Africa going through to the final and even lifting that with Ballas again. I'd love it to be New Zealand. And while New Zealand have had two losses and we really haven't looked at a shadow of a team that would win the World Cup, it's just a game. In the last World Cup, I thought we'd be all over England and they were better on the day and they beat us. But with players who we've mentioned on previous pods that are injured, who are due back, I think they are going to be maybe game changers for the All Blacks. And if we can get our head in the right space, I think it's going to be pretty good for us. That's all we've got time for in this Extra Time Bite Size podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Where's My Sports At, and keep up to date with the chatter. And we welcome your comments, questions, and feedback.